Dream to Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. And now, coming to you pre-recorded from the very secretive D2R Studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and Nuclear Bomb Tested and Approved Doomsday Bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Well, hello there. I'm Ryan the Area Man. This is the Think Tank Podcast. Thanks for uh, downloading and, uh, you know, why don't you share it with your friends, co-workers and family and everybody else. Um, we would appreciate that. Just put it out there. Take the link or however you listen to this and share it with everybody you know. And, uh, yeah, everybody can uh, learn a little bit. Um, today's episode we talk about the JFK assassination. Now, we've covered this this topic before. Um, it was uh, it was a handful of episodes ago. Called, I believe the episode was titled Smoking Gun or The Smoking Gun. It was based on a film that at the time was on Netflix. I don't believe it's on Netflix anymore. But I don't know. I imagine you can find it on Amazon Prime. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe for a rental or like Voodoo if you have like the Roku or the uh, you know what whatever those internet uh, streaming services are. I, I, you can find it out there. You can also probably buy it on DVD through Amazon. Oh, and you can do that by going to thearyman.com, clicking the sponsor tab, and then the Amazon banner, bookmarking that page, and then going and buying the Smoking Gun DVD or Blu-ray or whatever it is. Um, yeah, do that and we'll appreciate it. But anyways, if you want to go back, if you haven't heard it, go back listen to The Smoking Gun. That was one theory that the film presented on what happened to JFK. What we talk about today and next week will be breaking down... Okay, so Dave basically took a trip to Dallas for his job and had a day off while he was down there and went to the Dealey Plaza and and actually kind of got like one of these uh, makeshift little tours. Um, and he, he went there and saw the, the window where supposedly Oswald shot Kennedy out of and all that good stuff. He talks all about it in today's episode and then we uh, he got a bunch of information in books and magazines and and uh, DVD and all that, and, and uh, he gave it. He, he gave it to me. I watched the DVD. I read the magazine and looked through all this stuff. And then we talked about it. And we kind of started breaking it down, uh, comparing the official story to the the. Well, honestly, there's so many different theories. I can't even say the the conspiracy theory because there's there's so many theories, and. I, I, he's going off of what he was told in his tour, and we kind of, and then what I, what we see in this magazine because he read the magazine as well. He didn't make it through the DVD at the time of recording because he had just got back, gave it to me to watch, 
because we recorded like the next day. I watched the DVD and I learned some new stuff that I hadn't heard before or seen or read before in that DVD and then there's even more in that magazine that uh, kind of, you know, surprised me. I, I was not expecting... And then Dave had uh, his little tour guide out there that told a bunch of stuff was like uh, some stuff that I had never even heard of before. So um, we get into all that and we break it down. Um, we do it in one giant chunk, but it ended up being almost a three-hour podcast. So I split it in two. I split it at uh, a little over halfway. So today's episode should be a little bit longer than next week. Um but I split it at a certain point, and you know, you'll get to hear the second part next week. And you know, we break down a bunch today, and we break down even more next week on the the back end of everything. So um, you got that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know where to go from here after discussing all this. But uh, I do find it fascinating, and there there seems to always be something new that that researchers have come across after you know watching this footage and analyzing the pictures and there's just so much to this and uh it it begs the question will we ever know and i know a lot of people are like oh my god give it a rest you know nobody believes it was oswald everybody knows it was an inside job yada 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 moving forward what difference does it make well i think it does make a difference because Ultimately, the Warren Commission says it was one thing. I would say most people in America don't believe the Warren Commission, but a lot of people say, oh, well, who cares? We know it was bullshit, but we got other things to worry about. That, that could be. That That's one way of looking at it, but I don't like the fact that we as an American population, the, the American people, have been lied to about something that, to me, doesn't need to be lied about. I honestly think if they just came out and said, yeah, yeah, there might be some pushback, but it's because you're corrupt. If you weren't corrupt in the first place, people wouldn't question these things. So they kind of set themselves up for this. And I think if you just kind of give up and let it go and move forward or whatever, then you're doing exactly what they want you to do. You're conforming, you're forgetting, and you're moving forward with your whatever it is that you do in your daily life, trying to they, they keep you poor and distracted so that you don't look into this shit well i've got time to look into this shit and i'm going to keep worrying about it until they come out and admit it or at least let me get these oswald documents from uh released from you know why are they why are they still like being being kept classified there's no reason for it at this point uh there's lots of things that are still being kept classified and as me and Dave talk, we we it's because some people that were involved are still alive today, and I, I think if you keep raising the horn on this, eventually something's got to break, and uh, I just hope it's sooner rather than later. I'd like to, like Cub fans want to see the Cubs win the World Series in their lifetime. I'd also like to see some uh, some truth and transparency from our goddamn government on uh, all this corrupt shit that they've done throughout the years. I, I think people need to start answering for some of the shit that they did that uh, they thought they were going to get away with. And uh, I also believe that 
maybe if Kennedy hadn't have been killed, we'd be in a lot different position today. Uh, and I have to believe that it would be in a better position than we are. Not saying that everything's horrible, but it certainly isn't great. So that's why uh, that's why we're still harping on this. And, uh, you know, just trying to keep the awareness out there. Because I think once we forget, you know, they've won. And uh, I, I don't I don't like seeing a bad win. So, anyways, that's enough out of me. Let's get into the episode. When you sang this song, be brave and sing it loud and strong and clear. John F. Kennedy was not a man to ever speak in fear. Pick up the flag, march on the peace, and pray that there will be more men like John Fitzgerald Kennedy. What's up, Dave? What the fuck's up, dude? Right before I record, you're swearing. Yeah, I'm swearing at my phone. So... I have my work email on my phone, and obviously today is my first day back after we're done today, and I'm like, oh, I'll just check this one out. You know, it says update. So we got this new system in June for, it's all like electronic inbound and outbound checking and stuff. Everything's all done on this giant computer now, right? And everyone has access. I can access it from my phone. Like, it's all internet-based. And... So, like, the first day I got it was a Wednesday. I was trained by corporate, and the company that made it, kind of. Like, they spent five minutes with me, and then they were there Thursday, Friday. They were gone, and then that was it. And then, so, through Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they kept changing shit. Okay, do this. No, do this. No, do this. And then my boss is telling me to do something, so I do it his way, and then the corporate lady's like, no, that's not how we do it. We do it like this, and then she changed everything. It was a giant fucking clusterfuck. So then, throughout the last month... Me and my boss and his intern have been figuring out the best way to do things and squeaking and making it, you know, making it work for our fucking plant. So I just got an email. Now, nothing's been changed since I left. Like, everything's been good for like a week before I left. Everything's been cool, settled down. It's cool. And he just sent an email literally like five minutes ago changing it again. And it's fucking retarded. I'm so... Well, who's getting tired of them changing shit? Like, how can we get everybody on the same fucking page if we're all on different fucking pages? You know? And it's like, they're, different people are making, the problem is that everyone can make their own decisions. Say, okay, this is what we're doing now, and then we have to do it. So I was just gonna say, you should There's no one man. Some like crazy fucking, like, this doesn't even make sense. So I think we should do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to fuck with them at this point. Well, and we had had, and you know what? He, is talking about is when we check in a trailer, right? If, if they're bringing return product for whatever reason, it, in our screen it says, you know, loaded, empty, blah, 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 blah. So with a return product, you hit loaded, return product, and then the comment section, how many cases and where it's from. Now they want you to put it as an empty. That's it, just empty. And I'm like, alright, well, that's bullshit. In my mind, this is what I'm going to say to him when I get back, because a lot of times the return products are returned authorization by someone at the warehouse, uh, someone in, in the shipping admin side saying, hey, you know, we need these back for whatever reason. They need to know when they come back. So if it's not in the comment section, they won't know that they came back, or they'll see it and say, oh, it came back empty. Where the fuck are our shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I understand the reason why, because that way when 
the coordinator is looking for an empty trailer, all they see is loaded. Well, then they don't. It's because they're fucking lazy. And I and I, I like the guys over there, but a lot of them are lazy. Not a lot, like two that I know of specifically, um, that will not click through the next step to see what's on the fucking thing. Right. Um, so they just see loaded. Oh, we got no fucking empty trailers. Well, yeah, yeah, it's not empty. It's loaded with fifteen fucking cases. Why can't they have a thing that says uh, "empty" and then "empty with return"? Well, see, that's what, see, like yeah, that. see, like, and, and we so then just they know. Oh, so this one's empty, but it does have a return with it. Right. Whatever the return is. My my thought process and my suggestion: the very first fucking day is instead of it saying "loaded" and then adding what it is. Why can't we just put fucking potatoes, fucking return product, fucking inbound product instead of loaded? It just tells us what it is. If it's empty, it's fucking empty. Otherwise, it'll say return product. Mm-hmm. That would be so much fucking easier. You know what I mean? Right. Um, they're like, well, you know, we can't change this. and You know, whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done bitching about work. I don't like talking about work on here because I got people from work that listen. Well. And I don't know what they might say or do to get me in trouble for talking about right. we're bitching about work but that's a, that's a legitimate gripe dude you know what i mean yeah well i mean it's it is what it is it's something that eventually they are going to make a final decision and it probably won't be one that makes any sense because that's how companies work yeah so i'm, I'm sad to tell you this day but we're going to continue talking about your work <laughs> okay. because you said you were leaving and then you just got back and now your first day back but yeah. where you were, were too also had to do with your work. Correct. I and where you what you're doing was continuing to film for them. Yeah. But without necessarily talking about that. Well, I no, I said I didn't want to bitch about work anymore. I'll talk right. about work. I didn't want to bitch right. about it. No, I'm just saying. So you went somewhere to continue filming mm-hmm. for them for their internal TV thing, TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you experienced something that fits right in line with what we like to do here on Think Tank, and that's a, one of probably the biggest conspiracies yeah. ever in American yeah. history. So I guess let's start there. All right. Where'd you go and, and tell us? All right, so the quick rundown, um, our headquarters for Frito-Lay is in Plano, Texas, which is right outside of Dallas. And uh, so I went down there to film the last episode, uh, which was really weird because we're filming in July, and at the very end, we're saying happy holidays and shit, you know. Granted, luckily, Texas doesn't get much uh, snow, so it could fit in very fine. Mm-hmm. But it was just weird, you know. Um, but, yeah, we uh, we flew in Wednesday. We filmed Thursday, Friday. Um, and then we had the option to stay over the weekend if we wanted to explore and, and rest and whatever. Um, and I, of course, chose that option. So my whole thing, once I heard I was going to Dallas, the first and only thing I wanted to do was go see the JFK shit. That's all I fucking cared about, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so so we filmed Wednesday and Thursday, which was really, or Thursday and Friday, which was really cool. It was, it was weird seeing headquarters. Like, I've been to no headquarters ever of my workplaces. I've been to other, like, beer headquarters and shit like that. And it was weird because, like, they had, I want to say, like, 15 different cafeterias. You know, and Starbucks at like almost every other one, you know, um, they had, they had like a gym, they had their own bank inside there. Like, what the fuck, man? This is pretty cool. Um, they had like an insurance place. They had all kinds of crazy shit. Headquarters are always like 
many cities. Basically. It really is, man. It really is. Um, I spend a lot of time in the company store. Um, they have like hats, shirts, you know, shit like that, keychains, and just shit that you would buy. Um, so I spent a lot of time and a lot of money in there because I like that kind of shit. But uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. Um, I the first time we went filming, I got the script two weeks in advance. Um, I got this script on Monday, and I was not able to print it until Tuesday night before. I, like right after we went and saw Ghostbusters, I went and printed it. So I didn't have anything memorized. Um, so I used the teleprompter a lot. I, I relied heavily on the teleprompter, um, which was fine. It worked out. Um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was a cool experience. It is officially done for me now. Um, That's another gripe <laughs> that you, yeah. you kind of have. Yeah, but I did find out that I can reapply right away. Oh, okay. So, so uh, I've got a leg up on the competition because I know I've got time now to put it together. So I don't have to rush it through. So we'll have to think in the next couple of weeks here. Um, I mean, we've got time. We've got till December. So, um, but I think it's something. We'll be filming something. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be putting some together for sure. New audition video. For my new audition, yeah. See, I'll do the griping for you. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense why you would change your your cast every year or whatever, every every well, however months. The reason she, so, I, I asked her about that again this weekend, and she had said that the whole the whole point of the free relay TV is to showcase the employees. Um be it where we're going or employees doing the reporting. So they're trying to showcase our employees and get our employees involved. So I get that piece of it. Um, but I, as far as, from my point, as far as the buy-in and getting the engagement, you keep changing it. And the, people are going to lose interest. You know? Um, I think if you... If you... Uh Here's the other, like, okay, so there's good and bad to what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. By having a group of, say, three, four, five people that's always doing it, you get familiar and you're like, oh, you, you know, you start to know, just like your nightly news, basically. Right. Um, but I can see, okay, so let's say they need five people. They only get five audition tapes. Well, they're going to take all five. Two of them end up being terrible because, like, they did a good audition tape, but then once you get them live with, you know, their audition tape could have, they could have practiced that and filmed right. it 25 times so right. they got it just right. Now you put them in, a, you know, a fast-paced schedule to have to get lines right, and they screw it all up. So then you're, you're looking at, like, you know, they're just bad. Mm-hmm. Well, then... I guess it'd be like any job where you'd get fired, but then you're supposed to be showcasing your employees, and right. they're just not good at this piece. Well, and then so they, you they make, could you they know, could very easily just downsize and go to three instead of five. Right, but then you know? yeah, there's that uncomfortable conversation of, well, you're just not, or you know, you, or you don't say that. You just say, oh, we're going to downsize, but we're going to keep these other three, just not you. You know, it's so I can see why they do that, but. If they hold, like, I guess if they're going to, the fact that you can reapply, mm-hmm. I mean, then yeah, I, I would say if you're going to reapply, and then they should at least take 
from that reapplication pool if they were good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I don't know I if, if they're just going to skip over it because I've already done it, or if they actually I don't know. You know, like maybe they'll skip you for a year, and then the following year they'll have bring you back in. Or yeah, something. I don't or know. Who knows? Yeah, and, and <laughs> I I like to talk about myself a lot. You know, no. I know, I know. I'm I'm a big self promoter, and the last day we were filming, we met with all the senior executives from from every level of Frito. They always have a meeting on Friday morning at nine o'clock. Well. We went to that How meeting. How much dick did you suck, Dave? Uh, none. <laughs> we went to that meeting, and uh, there was, I don't know, 20 of them. Yeah, I know. No, <laughs> it was like 20 of them. And they introduced us, and then our, our lady that runs it kind of gave a quick version of this year and what we've done and where we've been. And then she's there to let each person introduce himself. So um, so I'm like, hi, I'm Dave Locke, uh, dispatcher for uh, Beloit, Wisconsin. For those of you that don't know what dispatching is, and I kind of gave him a, a quick example. I was like, for me, this is right in my wheelhouse. This is this is like a, the perfect job for me. And I'm not just saying this because I'm in front of all you guys. I say it all the time. This is the best company I've ever worked for. I work for a lot of companies. And to be able to do something that I'm passionate about and I love. Like, I make independent films. I do podcasts and I write books when I don't work for Frito. So to be able to do what I love doing as my hobby as part of my job... This is perfect. If I could do this every year, dude, I would be so excited. Uh, and they all kind of laughed. And then the senior vice president, so like the person right underneath the vice president, or right underneath the president, was like, uh, how long have you been here, Dave? And I'm like, August makes three years. He's like, wow, wow. I love your enthusiasm. I was like, all right, that's cool. So I made an, I made an impression with that dude. Cool. Um, and then... Next thing you know, you're moving to fucking Plano, Texas. All right, I went for the phone call. <laughs> um, and uh, so then we got done... And as we were leaving, he he stood up and shook my hand and was like, "Great job, great job." And then we left. So I don't know. Like I, like it was cool that I made them all laugh and, and got them entertained. And so they saw my own personality off camera. So I'm hoping that that's right. enough to say, "Yeah, we like what this guy does." Keep him. Keep getting new people. You know. Right. And I'm cool with that. But who knows? You know. Right. So anyway, so and it could lead to something else in maybe that that. Depart that uh, piece of Frito Lay, maybe not necessarily f- uh, part of the um, the internal TV show, but maybe something else in like on a maybe national scale or something mm-hmm. in their like marketing department. Yeah, with yeah, and, or whatever. You know what and I mean? I'd be cool with that, or know. even like training videos. You know, I mean, I, I'm cool You're with moving to uh, Texas for those jobs, though. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I don't know. But, yeah, so then uh, I get back Friday to the hotel, and everybody's done filming. And oh, yeah. So, what do you think about that conspiracy on JFK? <laughs> That's the end of the episode. No, I'm kidding. I was like, what are you, you're looking at something. I'm like, what the no, fuck are you talking about? We did, like, 14 minutes on that. Uh, oh. <laughs> on my work? <laughs> I'm just setting up what we're about to talk yeah. about. That's um, pretty good. That's a pretty good setup. Right yeah. There. All right. Friday. So so Friday night I get back to the hotel and I asked the receptionist of a cool place around town for food, and I, I told her the only thing I found on my phone nearby was this Irish Irish pub, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't know." I'm like, "Oh, is it that bad?" She's like, "No, I just don't drink anymore, so I, I don't really recommend it." But you know, if you drink, and I'm like, "No, I don't drink. I quit two years ago." And she's like, "Oh yeah, me too." And so. We had this little, like, five-minute little one-off about not drinking and me selling my book and whatnot, so I ended up sending her a copy because I didn't have any on me. 
like a dumbass. Like, I, I always take him with me, and this time I, I rushed so quick to get out of there. Anyway, so she, so I asked her how to get to JFK, because that's all I wanted to go to. And she tells me, because, like, Chicago, they have, like, the L and everything and all that shit, and I've done that enough times that I can red line, blue line shit. The Dallas one is, like, a thousand times more confusing. I don't know if you ever tried to go on it or not. I've never been to Dallas. But holy balls, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. How far away um, was your hotel from, like, the downtown? 30 minutes. Huh. 30 minutes. It was a $39 Uber ride. Huh. Oh, speaking of Uber, so so crazy. Um, I had four Uber drivers. I know I'm bouncing all over the place. Four Uber drivers? Four different Uber drivers throughout my whole entire vacation. I was say, just to get down to the No, no, my whole vacation. Like, from the, the airport there was one Uber driver, and then Uber driver to Dallas, or to, you know, downtown, then back, and then to the airport. So the, the chick taking me to the airport. We're driving, and, you know, we're talking, and I'm like, yeah, this is so different than Chicago. Like, just the architecture... And the freeway, like, you go to Chicago, and, like, there's, like, two or three underpasses. They had, like, four. Like, as you're driving, you got, like, four bridges above you. It was crazy. Wow. It was nuts. It was intertwined, and it was crazy. And they're building more. And she's like, Chicago, you go to Chicago a lot? I'm like, well, I live close to there. She's like, where from? I'm like, well, I'm originally from, you ever heard of Cheap Tricks? She's like, from Rockford? I'm like, yeah. I was like, you know them? She's like, no, I'm from Love's Park. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Love's Park? She's from Love's Park. She went to Harlem. And I'm like, whoa. Like, I thought yeah. she was just bullshit. What like, year? Was she older? Uh, she was older, yeah. I think she said she graduated in 90. Or no, not 90. Uh, 80, 93. No. Oh. No, that was somebody else. I don't fucking know. Um, just, yeah, she's older. Older than, like, when I would have went. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's it, weird. Yeah, like a fucking <laughs> small world, dude. Yeah, so we were talking about Love's Park, and she was talking about Riverside, and... and uh, she could remember when Walmart was built on Riverside and shit. I'm like, holy fuck! Like, wow, she's really she's not just bullshitting, like pulling shit out of her ass. But yeah, yeah she, it was it was weird. So, anyways, um, yeah, so I went down to JFK. Um, That's fucking weird. It was, dude, it was random. Like, like what are the odds of it's, all the it's Uber one drivers thing for them to like have heard of Rockford, but then to be from to, there. to bust out Love's Park. Yeah, just bust out Love's Park out of nowhere because. Most of our listeners are like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, where's Love's Park? What's Harlem? Love's yeah. Park's like a, t- for those of you that don't know, it's like a little tiny, I would say the population in Love's Park's maybe 20,000 people. And it's it's literally, you wouldn't know you were in Love's Park if you were in Love's Park. You'd still think you're part of Rockford. It's like... 23,000 as of 2013. Oh, that was pretty fucking close. <laughs> what did you say? Maybe 20,000. Yeah, 23,713. 3,000 off. Three years ago. So yeah. I mean, it may have, they may have lost some people oh, since then. Yeah, so you might be right on 20,000. So, yeah, so I wanted to go to JFK, right? I'm super pumped because I've never been there. Um, all about the JFK conspiracy because obviously what the Warren Commission came out with is total bullshit. So... So I walked down there. Says you. Yeah, says me. This is all my opinion. My opinion does not reflect that of the D2R network <laughs> or free to lay. Um, but anyways, um, but yeah, so I, I go down there and and I had read like I did all kinds of research on Google on different attractions down there, and each one said, "Be ready for panhandlers and conspiracy nuts running rampant." So I'm like, cool. I want to talk to those fuckers, you know, because these guys are the ones they that are like warn you of the yeah. conspiracy nuts. Yeah, does that yeah quote? I I, I want to say it was either conspiracy nuts or conspiracy theorists. Wow, I, I, I'm pretty sure one of them said. Nuts. I can't believe they actually fucking 
Yeah, and it was on Google. Like Corny. this is like reviews, though. Right, reviews. Oh, yeah. so it's not not okay. like from the the company, not like from <laughs> Burger King. Say, Watch out for this fucking nut. No, no. I was gonna say um, that's not coming from like the mayor's office. No, 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 no. It's okay. coming, well, it could have been, but yeah, it's from bureau. Yeah, no, it's from the review. Okay. So, so I went down there and I got down there early because I figured it's Saturday morning. You know, it's summertime. I figured they'd be somewhat busy. You know, it's got a tourist attraction, obviously, and. uh Nothing opened until 9, and no, nothing opened until 10, and I got there at 9.15. So I'm like, fuck, what do I do? Um, so I was like, I'll just walk around and check shit out. So he dropped me off, literally, and I didn't notice it when I got dropped off because I had no idea where I was. I was two blocks away from where JFK got shot. And uh, so I see this giant big building that says "Red," the Old Red Museum. And it says, tourist attraction, tourist information. I'm, oh, cool, I'll go check it out. Well, all the doors were locked. So I'm like, all right. So I walked around, took some pictures. Saw the JFK memorial that they built, which is pretty cool. Um, and there's a story about that, too, I'll talk about in a minute. Um, and then as I'm walking, I'm like, okay, so there's, all right, there's the, I could see the grassy knoll from where I was standing. I'm like, oh, I know where I'm going now, you know. So I went down there and took a couple of shots, and, and I stood where Zapooter it's a pruder, or how do you say his name? Pruder, yeah. I stood where he shot, took the picture. I didn't even know that's where he was at. I just, I, I was like, this is a really cool vantage point. I'm gonna take a picture. So I went and took a picture, and uh, this guy comes up to me, this this white dude, and he's like, hey, uh, since you're a JFK, you you like JFK conspiracy, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's why you're probably standing in Zapruder's shot. You know, I was like, what? And I looked down, like on the right hand side of where I was standing was like a little plaque that had his name and uh, his assistant's name. I'm like, fuck, I didn't even know I was here, you know? Like, that's cool. And uh, he's like, come here, let me show you. So he walked me over behind the grassy knoll where the fence is. And he's like, there's two, see these two red spots? And, and I posted pictures of them. But they painted red on the back. I don't know who did it, probably conspiracy nut jobbers. But uh, are you looking at my pictures? Yeah, well, I figure we might as well pull it up. Then at least you and I can go over it. Yeah, yeah, because then I can talk about all the shit as we go. But anyway, so... I want to ask something, but while I'm pulling this up... Yeah, go ahead. So, seeing it... Okay, obviously, we've watched videos. We've covered JFK one theory Mm, on here in the past. We've kind of... You've seen all the movies and TV shows and exposés and all this shit, and now you're standing there. Does it look the same? Is it smaller, bigger? Not what you're expecting. Um... It, the weird thing is I really expected a lot more hustle and bustle. Like, it almost seemed like... Wait, a lot more people? Or? Yeah, I expected more people. Even, because I was there for like five hours. So I expected a lot more, um, there you go. Um, so I expected a lot more people throughout the day, but the museums and shit were the ones that were more, more busy. So this picture he just pulled up, which if you guys aren't friends with me on Facebook, add me on Facebook and you can see, uh, look around July 23rd, all my pictures from Dallas. Um, but this picture here, you see the two orange spots on the, uh, the fence there. And, uh, he said this is where the badge man was standing. Uh, You've heard about the badge man. Mm -hmm. Um, he said that's where the badge man was standing. And I had never heard of the badge man before. Well, Tell about the badge man for those that don't. Um, the badge man is a theory that the badge man was a guy that you could barely see in one of the photos. I, I want to say Mary Mormon's Polaroid, I think it was, um, where it, if you look at the silhouette, it looks like a guy wore, like in a police uniform, basically. And 
and one of the shots in the and I got a magazine which we'll talk about in a minute too. Uh, it shows that there's a puff of smoke uh, coming from this general direction. Um, so I took the shot of there, and then I actually I don't know if I posted the video or not, but I took a video of this back area as well. Yes, that is a badge, man. Um, so I had actually taken a video of what it looked like from here, and then I walked over to the other edge and then kind of looked at the street. I don't know if I posted that or not. Um, but obviously, if you look at my pictures, you'll see all these trees and say, oh, how the fuck did he shoot this guy? There's trees there. Well, these trees weren't here back in 1963. Mm-hmm. Um, they were Maybe they were there, but they were tiny. But anyways, um, so after he shows me that, he pulls open his book bag of shit, and he had probably five thousand fucking magazines, and uh, he's going through it now. And I'm I'm fucking like a kid in a candy store. So I'm like, yes, yes, tell me this shit. I want to know. And uh, so he's like, all right, follow me. And he showed me uh, what the fuck did he show me next? He showed me something else, and I'm like, yeah, I'll buy it, you know, because I wanted it. How do? Okay. Yeah. So from the grassy knoll to get on the other side of this fence, mm-hmm. how do you get to the other side of that fence? Um, is it difficult to get? No. Scroll down. All right. Scroll back up. Maybe I didn't post a picture of it. Isn't that the grassy knoll right there? No. No. I'm standing. This is where J. That's where A.J. the pruder was. Abraham. I thought his name was AJ Zapruder. Yeah, Abraham. Okay. Um, all right. Well, maybe I didn't post it, so this is going to suck for a minute because I'm going to pull it up. But you literally just walk right around, right around the other side, dude. But it's not that far. No, it's 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 right there. Um, fuck. I guess I didn't take a picture of, of the knoll so itself. You walk around to the side of the fence, looking down towards uh, where the car would have been. Yeah. And then behind you is railroad tracks and shit, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, there's a parking lot now. Um, and the the fence line, actually, um, he said that they, the pavement wasn't there, so it actually was lower. Right. So, like, a six-foot-tall guy would just barely be able to see over the top of that fence. And neither, and like, if, if you go look at Dave's pictures, or you can go Google these you know, s- similar pictures. There's tons of them out there. Mm-hmm. That uh, chain link fence wasn't there either. It was Correct. literally just just the, a picket fence. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, literally. Um, God, I wish I had the picture. I, I could have swore I took one. If you just Google the grassy knoll, you can see. Or actually, no. Give me the magazine. I'll show you. I apologize to listeners because this sucks dick for the listeners. Um, listeners have learned by now they need to be. Uh, uh, with Google in hand as they... All right, so I, I just lost a page you had it set. I was on the very first page, if you right look. Right there. You're basically standing where those guys yeah. were. Yeah, basically, in this, if you just go right, right around the corner, it's right there. Like, it, right. You, it takes two seconds. It's, there's a little walk, like a little sidewalk between the fence and this little white structure, which I don't know what the white structure is. Um, it's just like, yeah, if you pull that one up, pull this one up here. So this white structure is still there. So you walk through here, and then there's this little pathway that goes down these stairs. You just walk on the other side of that building. There's like a little pathway, like a little sidewalk between that and the fence. That's all you do. And I was there. And then you're there. I was there, yeah. So after he after he shows me that. That was right around here, right? Who that, yeah. Over here. 
Um, there yeah, it was like right here. Okay. Because that's where the fence starts to go backwards is right there, that corner. Okay. Um, so after he, he showed me that, he said, hey, these, these, these books are 15 if you want them. I'll throw in uh, the newspaper uh, for 20 and I've got a DVD that normally sells for 20 bucks on there. I'll, I'll sell it to you for 30 for everything. And I'm like, all I got to 20 homie. And he's like, oh, man, he's, it's my last DVD. I was like, well, I really want the DVD, but all I have is $20. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. He's like, all right, you know, you seem like a nice guy. So he gave me everything for 20 bucks. So I don't know if it was still a scam, but either way, I, it's good material. Right. I think I came out ahead 10 bucks cheaper. But I got scammed later for the 10 bucks. So literally, he walks away, and there's two X's on the street. There's a blue X and a white X. The blue X is for the first shot. The white X is for the headshot, the, the, the fatal shot. And so I'm taking pictures of that, and I hear this guy yell, Hey, hey buddy, hey, buddy. It's a black guy. And, I, and, and I'm like, oh, man, like, uh, I don't have any money. Like, what, what the fuck? And he's like, hey, let me open up your book to page this, this, this. I'm like, okay. He's like, all right, come on, walk with me, walk with me. And I'll pull up my pictures again. And uh, he's like, um, so scroll down. We'll start with the, this. This. Um, no, we'll start with this one. So he walks me across the street that he gets killed on, and across another street, like the the opposite direction, because they're both one way streets. And he's like, in this picture, and I don't know what page it is on there, but uh, there's. Supposedly, a guy who was standing by the underpass, the triple underpass, that got hit by shrapnel. Uh, Tim Tag, I believe, was his name, or Jim Tag. And there's a picture in the magazine that I bought that shows this picture. And uh, so I got a, a curve. It's a curve shot with two bullet holes, which I believe is actually just one bullet hole, and the other one is just like fragment that broke off once the, the bullet hit there. Um, so that was cool. He's like, all right. And then, and this was like super fast. He's like, all right, turn to this page. He's like, come with me, walk across the street, wait till it's safe. And he's like pushing me kind of, but guiding me to make sure I was safe to not get hit. So he was really cool about it, but it was really, I don't know. It was very strange. And, uh, let me see. Can I have your, your mouse? I don't have a mouse. Oh, it's on your, it's on your, I was going to say, I was like, I'll run it real quick. Um, so then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was James Tate. Yeah, I said Jim Tay. Close. Yeah. So then I click on this one here. Now there's another shot of a, basically you see grass in the top corner, and then you can kind of see like a little divot scratch mark in the cement here. Mm-hmm. And that shot was believed to come from the records building, which is nowhere near, well, it's kind of kitty corner, I guess, across the street from the, yeah. the, the, the depository. Um, and in the magazine, it talks about and us, either an FBI agent or a Secret Service agent, bending down to pick up the bullet right next to here. Puts it in his pocket. They Puts it in his pocket. The guy picking it up and putting it in his pocket in the magazine. Yeah. And the bullet was never entered into evidence. Correct. Um, so I think that's really interesting. Um, all right, go to the next one. And this is literally how fast it went when we were going through this with this guy. He's like, all right, take that picture, take the picture. All right, next you got this manhole cover. So this manhole cover, and it's in the book, they talk about, they believe... Or there's conspiracies that a guy was in the manhole, like in the sewer storm drain, who shot up, which could be the good trajectory of the the fatal head wound shot. Don't know. Well, could this be. is something I've never heard. I've heard yeah. all this other stuff. But this is <coughs> crazy when you first. So, 
So, yeah, I thought it was pretty nuts, too. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I looked after I took this picture. I I should have, but the cars was coming because I didn't want to get hit by a car. But I jumped in the street and looked down, and it looks like a normal storm drain. It's very small opening, like you can't really get into it. So if you go to the very next picture. It looks like it's they've done some. Oh, I'm sorry, that one. That, that there is behind the grassy knoll. This is right by the book. The red building is the book depository. See how big that opening is now? Mm-hmm. That is what it originally would have been on the main street right. because they've done some work. So that anyone could actually fit, not anyone, but a good small-sized gentleman, woman, whatever, could fit through there. Um, and I believe in the book, too, they've got pictures of the guy of a guy going down and trying it, too. If it's not in that, it's in a different book I read. But yeah, I've seen I pictures. I think it's in this. All right. So, so I've got two different shots. One of the original storm drain and this one here where you can see that. And then this next, to your left there, that one there. Um, this was... Somebody a, supposedly on top there. Yeah, they were supposedly up there. took a shot from yep. that direction. That was the first hit, right? That went yeah. through the neck. That's what people are saying, yeah. Came from um, this angle. Which that's at the very kitty corner. On the other side of that bridge right there is the railroad tracks. Okay. So that's not like a driving that's not bridge. The bridge that they ended up going under. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's that's another highway. Up. I thought that was the railroad tracks. Is there another highway there? Oh yeah, there was the, yeah, the railroad tracks is next over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were there, and I know the look. Dude, well, yeah, but I didn't go there. Like I didn't take over there. Um. I'd be one of those maniacs running around fucking... I, I wanted right. to. Look at this right here. I wanted to. Um, now, go to the very first picture, too, which is the JFK Memorial. Click on that. Though This was really cool. Um, I don't know if you can zoom in on your computer or not. Um, I'll have to save the picture. All right. Then. So, right here... Oops. Oh, you're going you're to go ahead and do it. That's what's up. So, if you're not friends with me on Facebook, add me on Facebook, Dave Block... And uh, check out these pictures so you know what the hell we're talking about, because um, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, especially this one. This one blows my mind. It makes p- perfect sense. So you've seen other president memorials, right? Like, say, Lincoln Memorial. He's got a huge fucking statue, like the Lincoln Memorial, right? Um, there's other ones, like National Monument, everything like that. Now, this is the JFK Memorial, and what the fuck? If you look at it, if for those of you that have seen it, may know the story, may not, but uh, it is open-ended. It's not closed off. Like, you could literally walk through the whole thing. Um, and the reason being, according to my, my lovely guide, is that it's a it's not a closed case. It's an open open deal still. What am I zooming in on? Uh, just this bottom part, which you probably can't read still. I could on my phone. I can read it. Um, this bottom part here, let me finish this part about it being open. So it's open, so you can walk through it, and it's kind of a a thing saying, you know, it's like a subliminal message saying that it's not a closed case, it's still open, it's never going to be closed because no one's going to know the truth about who killed JFK. Yeah, but that's bullshit. Because I think if they... Well, Go ahead. I don't know. I want you to finish your trip so that we can just get into... More right. shit about right. it. I'm almost done. Almost done. But there, no, there's a way to f- this. All the answers are are out there. That they're being suppressed. Though. Right. Right. Okay. Continue. So, you can't really read it on your picture, but this little black 
rectangle on the very bottom in the middle. It's technically in the middle of the uh, memorial. It says his name. And what he believes, the reason why it's up on stilts and above that, is because in order for them to get rid of JFK, they couldn't just go right through him. They couldn't go around him. They literally went over his head and fucking did a kill shot with the head. But it's kind of another message that they went over JFK's head to kill him. And that's why it's hanging over his head, because they went over his head to kill him, get rid of him. And I thought that was pretty interesting. So, that's why it's kind of like up off the ground. Yeah. And the representation is because they had to go over his head rather than... Hmm. Yeah, he, he explained it way better. I mean, that's just the yeah. gist of what I got was they couldn't go through him. They went over his they went over his head to get rid of him, which to me kind of thinks about like the Illuminati, the, Illuminati, the, governing, the governing elite which is a power above the president. So they went through them to get the okay to do it, is what I'm thinking. That's what it sounded like well, to me. Yeah, to um, finance it. Yeah, um, and uh, to basically give it okay. So after I got my little mini tour with this dude, he's like, so I hope you liked the, the thing, and um, you got yada, 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 basically sales pitch. I would like donations. We would like 20 bucks. You know, that's recommended. You know, I did spend a lot of time showing you all these things, and I'm like, look, I just gave your buddy my last 20, and I reached in my pocket, thinking I had some singles, and I pulled it out, it was a 10. And I'm like, oh, I guess I got a 10. Here you go, that's all I got. So, so I ended up spending the 30 bucks anyways, but I think I got a lot better deal. Um, so yeah, so then I walked away from him, and it was time to go through the old the Red Museum, so I went through that. I would rather have gone with someone else through that, because I literally was the only person in this museum. It was really eerie, it was quiet, all the rooms were shut off, and every time I walked in the room, the lights would turn on, and I would see the things, and then that would turn off when I went to the next, it was just very strange. So I probably spent 20 minutes there, uh, it was kind of cool, there was a lot of neat things in there, but I really didn't give a shit about the history of Dallas, no offense to people that live there, I wanted to see the JFK shit. Right. So then I went right next door to the 6th floor museum, which was the old book depository, and... I, I had heard a lot of, like, I had went through reviews on that as well, and a lot of people were like, be prepared for the Warren Commission propaganda, and it's it's all lies, if you want to be fed bullshit, you know, just go there and not listen to the audio, is what a lot of people said. Um, but, um, it's called the Sixth Floor Museum. I I, you can't take any pictures there. No, well, I was going to pull up the sign that you took a picture of. Oh, yeah, yeah. I that was... Yeah, that was... That, that was coming up next, yep. So, you go into the Sixth Floor Museum, and it's an all... It's an audio thing. They give you this little headset deal, and it's very... I don't like it, because I don't think they wash the earphones at all, so you're wearing 8 million other people's earphones. Um, it was very strange, but uh, you go up to the Sixth Floor, and there there was probably 20 security guards up there. Making sure you don't take well, that's any pictures. crazy that you can't take pictures up there, and I don't understand why. Well, I know why, and, and or at least I feel why. I think the reason why is because if you take a picture from there now with the way the, the technology the and digital age, the way that they staged it, but if you take a picture from the angle of the room and the, the sixth floor window that supposedly he shot out of, there's no fucking way that it would make that shot. There's no fucking way. Right, so that... Well, it's um, glassed off too. You can't like you. Can yeah, you can't. Yeah, now you can't. No. Now, you tell me because you've been there. But this is what I've heard. 
The sixth floor, you're not actually on. They're taking you to the fifth floor, which has been restaged to look like the sixth floor. But because the sixth floor is completely off limits because of that's the spot. The sniper's nest, as they call it. So they've restaged the fifth floor to look like the sixth floor, and that's where you're actually going. You're, but it's still glassed off. Now the sixth floor is supposed to. Now this is all coming from something I saw in like sixty minutes or some shit mm-hmm. like that. I don't know if that's true. Um, you tell me. I I would I, I can't confirm or deny that, and this is why. You're in an elevator, and it it just goes floor one, sixth floor. Oh. It just says and that six, could be so it could be very well programmed. And then the weird thing, you can't though, take the stairs, the, yeah. the same stairs that Lee Harvey ran down. No, in, the in only ninety seconds after he made <laughs> all them shots to then be in the snack room, yeah, not yeah. out of breath, drinking a pop and eating chips when the police ran up and identified him, but then continued up the stairs, yeah. and then he managed to go how far away? <laughs> it was like almost Shoot a, a mile cop, that. and then another far distance yeah. back to the theater. Makes yeah. absolutely no fucking sense. Yeah, well, that's what happened. Oh. No, um, no. You, this is this is the weird thing, and, and this is why I I don't know if I agree with the sixth floor, fifth floor thing, because after your tour is done, you have to go up a set of stairs to a another. It's almost like a museum esque. Just pictures on the wall, and it's kind of you just kind of wind around through it. And then you get in the elevator and go back down. Now, the elevator, when you get in, says 7. So, hmm. I don't know. Um, and I, it very well could be the way that they built off the 7th floor, which could actually be the 6th floor. Um, the way that they walled it off, maybe the there's a, a secret way that you can get to the 6th floor that where he supposedly shot him. But, I don't know. Hmm. Well, actually, pull up. There is a How many floor. floors are there? Can you count well, them? There's 7. There's seven floors on this on this building, but I'm wondering if, yeah, because if you're going up, because if you're on the sixth floor and then you go up one more, that'd be seven, obviously. Which means they'd have to set it up on the fourth floor, send you to the fifth floor, and keep the top two floors off limits. But it doesn't seem logical. No, and, and when you get on the elevator to go down, it's on the back end of the building, and you can tell you're on the top of the building. Is is there? Are they still using it as a book depository, or is the whole building basically um, fucking slight I, now? I I don't know. They you you literally go in the, the first floor, and that's like the ticketing thing in the shop. You get in the elevator, and it only stops at the one floor. It only stops at the sixth floor. So how from, close can you get to that window? Because obviously they have. Um, from what I've seen, is they've got it all glassed off, so you mm-hmm. can't. Get right up to the window. Right. How close can you get to it? Uh, um, when you're well, up against the if glass? you're directly looking at the window at the far end of the glass, you're probably six feet from it. If you go around the corner to the, because it's a L shape mm-hmm. basically, you know, if you go to this side, you're probably two feet from the window. Mm. Um, and they've got the boxes and all. And that. Yeah, they got boxes and stupid shit. But then, right on the other side of the glass, the gun there no, the not there. It's further where where they supposedly found it. Oh. Um, the actual gun or a replica, uh, a replica probably. Um, but no, at the That's other side, at, this is the weird thing about the whole window thing, is right on the other side of the glass is every other window that you see there in the picture of there. Mm-hmm. And you can look out every single picture, or every single window, and they have two ca- two monitors on each window 
basically with a computerized, generated version of what happened. Like, just the, the trajectory and, and all that shit. So, you can look out every single one of these windows. And to the sixth floor part of it, they, uh, they did seem to have an arch on the window, but they all do, but these do seem more pronounced and bigger. So, I don't think I agree with the fifth floor or fourth floor, fifth floor thing. Okay. I don't, I don't agree with that, but I, I can't speak for certain. Um, mm. So... Well, that's just what... So there you go, right there. Look at that picture. That's that's it right there. That's how far you can get. See how I said, so, like, right there, you can see, here's the one right. window. So I guess it's further than the two feet, because I thought that was a first... There's two windows over So that's over. what it would have looked like, minus the glass, and that whole room would have been filled probably with boxes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So... So yeah, we're yeah, looking see, at what you're that's the side. That's the side view of it. Wow. Yeah. See how close? I mean, look how there's. So there's there's yeah. a window. So you're that far. But yeah, look. You can look right out that window. Yeah. They, don't, they don't need the boxes right there to obscure your fucking view anymore. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. I know. It's it, bullshit. To me, that's they've also set it up to make it look like a fucking fake. I'm yeah. sorry, but yeah. The whole thing looks like a fucking... You know, so, get, them, get them goddamn boxes out of there. I want to get the fucking shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, oh, so this is the whole no thing. No pun this intended. Is, so if you look, like... <laughs> yeah, so if you look at each thing, how it says, like, there's, like, this... That's their logo for the sixth floor, that orange and blue thing. And at the end, this is a bad slide, because it doesn't say, but on the far side where it says the Kennedys, on the far right side, it would be a number. And you get your little handheld, and you put the number, and you hit play, and it talks about that oh, thing. Oh, you have the audio? If you, it, you have, it comes with it, with your $16 admission, you, you get the audio. You don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. Um, but uh, it was cool. There's a lot. There's there's so much more shit I wanted to see, but it was fucking super packed, dude. Like, it was overflow of people. And it pissed me off, because I'm listening, and I can't see the goddamn board. Because there's eight thousand fucking douchebags just staring. Mm. Oh, it's weird, you know. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of the way. You've already listened to it. Get the fuck out of my way. Um, so I actually ended up after like the second or third one, skipping ahead and looking at the shit while listening to the one that I just heard. Um, so I mean, it was cool. There's a lot of shit, and it tells you like there's side things that you can listen to if you want to. But I didn't do any of the side things because I was getting us upset because I was getting pissed off. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Um, but it was pretty neat. Um, I, I definitely recommend it. Um, I would like to go like maybe on a weekday when it's not as busy, so I could actually spend more time there. It's funny there's no pictures, not, not of yours, obviously, because you didn't take a picture, but there's no pictures showing all the fucking security cards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'd, like th- these must be professional. Well, these are coming from, like, news reporters or yeah. whatever, so they've been approved to take a picture. But... Yeah, you don't see any of these fucking security guards that. That must have been before they put the TVs in, because there was right where they're standing. There's a TV. They've made it more friendly for. No, I think they're just blocking more of the shit. But yeah, like that picture there, that old dude right there. Supposedly that was the same suit and hat of the guy that was. Uh, taken in Oswald and you can see him behind yeah. it mm-hmm. but supposedly that's the exact same one so I mean it's 16 bucks I definitely recommend it because it's it's interesting it's cool to see some of the stuff um, it doesn't just talk about the JFK assassination it talks about all of JFK 
from before he got elected to when he got elected. Talks about the space, very minuscule stuff about the space space race and the nuclear shit with Russia and all that stuff. Um, but it's cool. Uh, like I said, and then they do have this diagram. Supposedly, this is the same diagram that the FBI uh, reconstructed to make you know to to investigate it to create the fake story yeah yeah and they have you can't see it now you can kind of see right there they have three white lines uh three pieces of yarn where the three shots and trajectory supposedly went (laughs) yeah it's fucking ridiculous dude click on the other pictures i'd get arrested if i was there because i don't think i could not make a fucking scene the next one maybe you can see it there it's blurry. Yeah, one. Well, it's. Yeah, oh yeah, there you go. See, see, there's one there. Yeah, and it, it's yeah. I, I looked at that like seriously. The moment, the moment I stood next to the glassed off part of where supposedly he shot him, I looked out and I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. This is total buck bullshit. I, I I knew it ahead of time, but now looking there and being there, I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. There's no, no way in fucking hell this happened. And I was like, this solidified it for me. Like I knew ahead of time. Like I was 99 percent sure. Now I'm like 190 percent sure. Like I went 100 percent more sure just from standing right there. Yeah, it's, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. I, oh man, like I I honestly. I bet you the security guards aren't there for people taking pictures. They're there because people probably fucking get pissed off and and throw fits up there because that could it's be too. complete utter bullshit. That that ring there is JFK or uh, Lee Harvey Oswald's ring, his really? wedding ring. Yeah, I'd never heard this story, but apparently he left his Did ring. You, you didn't get a picture with the X in the middle of the road. No, I oh. I have pictures of it, but I, I didn't I stand there. I told you to run out there and get a picture. Yeah. But be careful of the cars. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, dude, those cars were nuts, and I was not about to, man. I would have. I would have um, waited. I got to get a selfie with the X. Yeah, no. Someday. Um, but yeah, the story I'd never heard of with the, the ring is so apparently he never goes anywhere without his ring. And the day that he supposedly left to kill JFK, he left his ring and $186 on his nightstand before he left the house. Hmm. So that's more propaganda to say that he planned on killing Kennedy, which I don't I don't agree with. Hmm. Is there, I wonder, because there's tons of pictures. No. Wait. What? That's his wedding ring. Mm-hmm. There's in this magazine. There's there's a picture of like when they found him supposedly at the theater and arrested him. He oh. scratched the one cop's face, struggling or something like that. And let's so they said it was a military ring. Well, it was his a marine yeah. ring. But I wonder. If there's any pictures like where you can get a shot of his, ha- where there's a shot of his hand, showing like when they're arresting oh. him, like walking him out, if you can see not only the marine ring but maybe his wedding, his wedding ring, ring to say it was fucking even more bullshit. Like if you Google, look, Google Lee Harvey Oswald's hands at. Well, it looks. I mean, he wouldn't have a ring on as he's being escorted under the jail when Jack Ruby shot him. No, I'm just. Glancing through, I'll, I'll do the Google search here in a second. I was just trying to see. Yeah, there's really nothing. Okay. All right. So literally, once I got done with that, I went down to the the first floor, walked through the museum, 
like the the gift shop. I hit my Uber. Two minutes later, dude was there. I was fucking gone. Like that was it. I was, once I saw that, I was gone. Fast as Lee Harvey Oswald. Was. Yeah, pretty much. I was out of there. Um, how about that picture there with his handcuff right there? He got gloves on. No. Oh, it looked like a glove. A ring there. And that would be his wedding ring that figure. Was, that was right after he was uh, arrested. Yeah, because he's got the the cut on his, his face. No, I bet you that's the marine ring, and I don't see a ring on any other finger. Or maybe they said it was a marine ring, but it was actually his wedding ring. How do you cut somebody with a wedding ring, though? Uh, do you have a ring on your finger? I do. It's okay. round and like a wedding band. Just like his is, it's circular, circular and small. What's this shit then? That's on the inside. I know, but that's not engraved. A, what's an engraved? Well, I don't understand what it says. I think it's Russian or some shit. Well, he was a communist. That's why he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. I can't. If there's yeah. One of the engraving is like a little two stars or something thing with stars. Yeah. Then there's two other spots. I don't know what the fuck those are though. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell either. I mean, it's it's a tiny ass ring. Mm. There's the giant marine ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't see the wedding ring, so maybe. But if you think, oh look at that! It's got numbers five eight three. Is that his like fucking marine number or something? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. This was what, yeah. That's what he was wearing. <laughs> Washington Redskins. <laughs> um, yeah, it's five eight three. I wonder what. Let's see. Visit the page to see what it's talking about. It's up for auction. Well, it was. I don't think it still is. July 27, 2016. Whoa. How could it be? No way. Let's buy it, Dave. Want to go in on it? It's on display. Why the fuck would they auction it? Money? No. Dude, they're raking in money, man. I don't know. It's got to be a... This can't be right now. It is, it is dated. Like Dated yesterday, and there's no comments on it, though, dude. It's weird. Yeah. Is it fake? It's on DallasNews.com. Yeah. Sounds like a legit site. I'm trying to get to like where it's like click here for to fucking put your bed in or whatever. Okay, a close-up image of Lee Harvey Oswald's wedding ring shows the engraved star with a hammer and sickle insignia stamped on the inside of the band. Is that what the? F- I don't see a hammer and sickle. 
Maybe it's on the inside of the star right here, maybe? Yeah. But what the fuck does the 583 stand for? I don't know. Let's see here. Oh, that's where she, she wrote the... Uh, oh, fuck. I want to see what it's going for. How do I find that? I don't know. I think it's bullshit. Probably. Anyways. Um, okay. So, now that that's over, so, let's talk shit about JFK's assassination. Well, I believe the Warren Commission at this point. You're so full of shit. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Um, Alright, so you, you got back. Yeah, back. With all your magazines and newspaper and all I'm that. I have way. not looked at your newspaper. I read m- most of the magazine at work. Mm-hmm. I watched the DVD before work. DVD is pretty good. It's a little dated. Yeah. But it is pretty good. Right at the beginning, they start off with ten questions that they're going to answer throughout the DVD. They answer all of them throughout the DVD. Then at the end, they have a bunch more questions unanswered, but it's kind of like... These are the questions we should have been asking at the time of the assassination, but none of these questions were asked at the time of the assassination mm-hmm. or during the Warren Commission thing. Uh, but obviously with all the evidence that's been discovered since and all this shit, right. now we know what questions we should have asked back then. And I agree, I, they should reopen it. Mm-hmm. Personally, they should reopen it and reinvestigate um I, I still, a question I have that this movie doesn't address, but why are they not, why is anything on Lee Harvey Oswald considered classified still to this day? And why, when you put in a FOIA request, they won't release anything on Lee, we're talking tax returns, birth certificates, any anything on him that's normal, documentation if someone's right. dead whatever and they have this kind of you can see that shit uh, th- there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to see his tax documents or whatever from fucking 1961 uh, or 1950 or whatever which allegedly he was on CIA's payroll so that's uh, that's that would what be I was a reason say. why you'd keep it covered up because obviously you'd say oh well, he was on the CIA's payroll now we have to look at what was the CIA's involvement, and they were heavily involved, if not physically part of the operation. Mm-hmm. They were helping fund or protect others who were implicating the mob. I mean, that's the thing, right at the beginning of this magazine, which maybe we get into that. Yeah, yeah. It says... Uh, JFK had made a lot of enemies in in the thousand days of his presidency. He was at war with J. Edgar Hoover, the tyrannical and uh, egocentric director of the FBI, several powerful factions within the CIA, the anti-Castro Cuban community because of the Bay of Pigs fiasco, many elements of big business, notably steel and oil, the military for his stand on ending the Vietnam War and his refusal to allow a second planned invasion of Cuba to be realized, and certainly not the least was organized crime against which the president and his brother, Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy, had declared formal war. Uh, so. Yeah. 
So yeah, just break it down. The first one was who? That's I mean, the first he, one was Jack or Hoover, pissed right? Pissed off a lot of fucking yeah. It yeah. was uh, so yeah. He's at war with the director of the FBI. So the FBI has a reason to yep. want him gone. Okay. Uh, several powerful factions within the CIA. You have the FBI and CIA now. Mm-hmm. Those are two major fucking things within our government. The anti-Castro-Cuban community. A lot of people. Um, many elements of big business, notably steel and oil. Okay. They made them retract their uh, rise of their their so cost. So you've got that's your that's your ruling elite. Yep. Okay. The military. That's so fine. you've pissed off the top three things within our country. That the branches, yeah, the basically branches. the military, CIA, and FBI. Okay. What there's left nothing, is there? There's nothing else left <laughs> right. when it comes to people that have access to guns and ability to fucking kill you. The Secret uh, Service, are they part of the FBI? Uh, no, they're separate. So that's the only thing branch. he's got protecting him at this point, right now. Right. Um, and, and let's well, see, and I think, I w- because I, I, I've always heard the mafia, mm-hmm. but, and I think maybe they could be ramped in with the big business, notably stealing oil. Uh, the mafia's organized crime. Right. But it doesn't say organized crime on here. Yeah, it does. Him and his brother. Oh, yeah. Towards the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the last thing. Yeah. Yeah. Organized crime against which the president... Uh, yeah. and Yeah. They had basically... They were going to shut down, try and stop organized and get rid crime. of all of right. mafia. Okay. So, yeah. So, all of those things. I mean, you're fucking with... Yeah. You're fucking with a, a lot of bulls, dude. Yeah. You know? And... Yeah. He also had intentions to audit the Fed, Federal Reserve. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't and know that. We talked about that. And that goes hand in hand with your uh, elements of big business, because they're the ones that started the Federal Reserve. Right. And you don't fuck with the Federal Reserve. No. Now, no. not to bring it into current day, but there's only one person that resembles similar... Uh, declarations of shit he wants to get done. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's pissing enough, probably the exact same groups. Minus, yes, minus the mafia, minus the anti-Castro-Cuban. Yeah. Uh, but you could replace anti-Castro-Cuban with Muslim, Muslim. ISIS, yeah. uh, Saudi Arabia. Al-Qudas. Um, and, and not necessarily Jedgar Hoover, because he's obviously dead, but I mean, you could take the FBI, CIA, and I don't. I don't think the military is necessarily against. No, because he wants to increase spending, doesn't he? He wants to bring it back up because Obama well, yeah, because, decreased it. Yeah, so I think the military is okay with him. Yeah, but not your CIA or your. Uh, see, I don't know about the FBI. FBI might not be implicated here. We're acting like Trump's going to be assassinated, but I'm just saying. Yeah, got to hope not. There's some similarities. Know, not, I don't advocate assassination. Kennedy wanted to audit the Fed. Trump wants to audit the Fed. Right. I mean, I see some similarities, and by the time, if you want to talk about organized crime, no, now we're talking about the Clintons, yeah. basically. Yeah. And didn't didn't Trump say he wanted to declassify a shit ton of fucking oh, yeah. stuff, too? The uh, Well, the 28 pages of the 9-11, 9/11 thing, yeah. they've already been declassified. Did you know that? No. Ever since so he bitched about he he was going up against Bush in the primaries on that, mm-hmm. and uh, 
at time of recording, like, not even a week ago, they were officially declassified. Really? Uh, we can actually probably go into them, but that will be for another yeah, think tank. Yeah, I didn't know I could do that. That's um, cool. Yeah, they're at, they're done, and it does implicate Saudi Arabia uh, funding the whole thing. So, but it's another Warren Commission. <laughs> it got released during the or right after the RNC, so it's kind of being um, lost in whatever because you have. The RNC's getting all this attention, and then it goes right from the RNC to the DNC, and it's squeezed right in the middle there, and nobody fucking hears about it. Yeah, I didn't hear about it. But then again, I don't watch the news very much. Well, I don't watch the news either, but I listen to shit that... Oh, yeah, you listen to podcasts. Specifically for, like, things like this. So so for for the the listeners that don't know what the fuck the RNC is and DNC... Republican National Convention and Democratic National Convention. I knew it. I wanted to make sure they knew. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you're listening and don't don't know what that is, you, you kind of need to get a little bit more informed because we should all know that mm-hmm. it's simple. Granted, it doesn't come around, but for every four years, right? But you should still know. You should. I mean, were they were they both in Indiana? Neither one was in Indiana. Where were they? <laughs> That's where we need to get informed. Um, the RNC was in Cleveland, Ohio. Why was I thinking Indiana? I don't know. What happened in Indiana? Anything? Uh, yes. Trump's vice presidential pick, uh-huh. uh, Pence, is from Indiana. Oh. So you, I, you're, you're good. You're close on that. I, dude, it all happened within a couple of weeks. Well, and you were also in Dallas while this whole thing was happening. Yeah, and I could have swore it was in Indiana. Maybe I knew it was right. It was Cleveland. The, yeah. uh, the DNC is in, or at the time of people hearing this, was in uh, Philadelphia. Okay. Pennsylvania. Okay. So... I don't yeah, know they're in the, the same the place. But the Indiana right? connection that you're probably, you heard Indiana, yeah. and we're thinking, and you heard Republican, but that's the, uh, I mean, it's a Pence, okay. his VP pick. Well, Indiana, Cleveland, they sound the same. Yeah. Well, kind of. And I, I, dude, I was all JFK mode. Indiana and, and Cleveland mode. do not sound the same. They do, too, if you're in Dallas. Just go with Indiana me and the Cleveland <laughs> Indians, that sounds that's the same. That's what it was. I was watching that's Major stretch, League. But I was major, watching Major League when they came out with it. Yeah. That's what it was. Charlie Sheen is the vice presidential <laughs> pick. That's so weird. I don't understand. Uh, or Bob Eucher. I'm cool with that, yeah. too. Oh, Bob Eucher. He'd be the shit, great, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to, back to what we were talking about. Yeah. So the Titanic. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Whoa! What podcast are we doing here? I don't know. We just did like eight different fucking <laughs> podcasts in one. Sorry, sometimes the the uh, yeah the, the, the radio connections get crossed and our yeah. our wires are all fucked up. Anyway, back to the JFK thing. Yeah, yeah. what were we talking about? <laughs> JFK, but um, uh, the ring. We were talking about the ring. Yeah. The, okay, but not the one ring, ring to rule them all. Oh, okay, yeah, let's so talk about the sign. Yeah. Okay, so. So, and I really wish I got the whole fucking sign of this picture. Um, but it, Oh, my God. What? Did you just spill everywhere? I went to set it down and shit went flying. Fuck. Sorry, keep All right. So, in my, back to my pictures again. There's another picture of a sign that's posted on the uh, Sixth Floor Museum is what it's called pull, now. Um, but uh, the guy, my, my the, tour the guy. Building, right? It was on the building, yeah. Uh, what's the building called? Sixth Floor Museum. No, it's... Uh, the book depository, school book depository, or some shit like that. Dead air. Yeah, I was reading your type. So, um, anyway, so on this picture, um, it, it's like a dedication 
to the, the shit that happened that day. And the guy, my tour guy, was like, "Read this sign for me." So I read just the two lines that he pointed to, and see, that's the same shot I have as the close up. Yeah, we need the full. Sentence. Um, and it reads. Yeah, that's it, but it's fucking... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I can read it. Here. It says, uh, what he wanted me to read was, on November 22nd, 1963, the building gained national notoriety when Lee Harvey Oswald allegedly shot and killed President John F. Kennedy from a six-floor window. Okay? A six-floor window. So what he told me to do is replace the word a with the word the. So it reads, uh, when Lee Harvey Oswald allegedly shot and killed President John F. Kennedy from the sixth floor window. And he went on the whole point of what that signified between uh and the. And I don't remember what the fuck he said now. Um, but it's cool because they, someone scratched, and it's still there, and it's actually more done than that picture shows. Yeah, this picture. Allegedly is completely circled, scratched out like on mine. Completely. And the word uh is underlined as well. Yeah, they've they've boxed allegedly so that it's very noticeable. And I'm you know, here's the thing. It's not like conspiracy theorists put that sign up. Right. Who the fuck put that sign up? It you know it's probably done by either the the fund or you know, warrant right. commission whatever. Right. Yeah, some some Why would they leave allegedly in there? Yeah. Why would you do that? Like it yeah, it to was whoever does the te- the landmarks. This says uh, Texas Landmark well, okay. 1980. So whoever so, does that did it. Yeah, but it, if I'm sure they're going off of the Warren Commission. The Warren Commission said undoubtedly it was Lee Harvey Oswald. Three shots from that window. That's right. it. End of story. They put out a fucking sign then that says allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, That's I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. And then, um, I, I am curious, the whole from a sixth floor window and from the sixth floor window. Uh, from a sixth floor window basically is implying that it doesn't wasn't necessarily the one that... They I think that's what that he was everybody saying. Everybody thinks. I think that's what it. he was saying. Yeah. But and if you go and the, because of the magazine, yeah, that's what he was saying. Magazine, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, uh, it's real tiny, and and you can look this shit up if you have Google, or whatever. But there's a a shot of a a window of the building. The farthest. And there's somebody yeah. in in one of the far windows far on windows. the sixth floor where there's a like a. Like they kind of like blew it up and then kind of colorized the picture, and you can see a blurry image of a guy, another guy, another person in a window further down. And then it goes on to say in in the the thing in the magazine here that that's all one floor and it's all open, yep. and it would have been open back in '63. Mm-hmm. So if Lee Harvey was in the window that they claim he was in, and somebody else was down further down, they would have seen. Lee Harvey in there or heard it. So who the fuck was that guy then? And then uh, another thing that uh, I think was in this book or maybe it wasn't in this book, maybe it was in, because I'm trying to find it now. It's fucked up because it's not like it's that many pages, but I seem to have an issue finding everything. Yeah, because there's there's so much stuff you and I have both read and and seen. There's uh, two, two guys... Looking out the window immediately on the floor below, yeah, that's the in sixth that floor. 
and and the picture was taken like fifteen seconds after fifteen the seconds shot. after the mm-hmm. shots were fired, and they're not reacting to any kind of noise above them. The gunshot having having if you you think if you're looking out a window and the window right above you, three shots were fired. You'd be like trying to look up, or you'd get the fuck out of the window. Right. They're not reacting to anything, which implicates if you go down six or seven windows, and that's where the shot, at least a shot, had come from. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't react to because it it's further down. It's not literally above your, right head. Above your head. Or right. if somebody shoots and then scurries away, you'd hear that. And notice that you wouldn't just be stand like. And they even said they were interviewed, and they said they didn't hear anybody running. Yeah, it's. And what really pisses me off now that I think about is it, it is the guy, my, my tour guide mentioned something about a fire escape, a guy shooting from the fire escape, but it's not in the magazine anywhere. Yeah, but I see the fire escape in one of the pictures. Yeah, because he brought it up. Watch, I won't be able to find that now either. Give me the book, I'll do it. Is there anything in this book or... Anything in this book? Everything's in this book, but why can't I find any of it now? Because you're looking for it. Apparently. Literally, I, I'm not finding any of the shit we're talking about. Oh, here's the... Yeah, here's the picture of the guy... Yeah. Uh, ...that's in that. Well, yeah, because, yeah, over there. So yep. we're talking one, two, three, four, five, six windows away from where they claim Lee Harvey was, or seven if you're counting Lee Harvey's window. He's literally at the other end of the building, and that window's open, and, and there's a... Outline of a person. Outline of a guy. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, here's the, that's the. The fire escape, yeah. Second floor closet window under the fire escape. So it is in here. I think that's closest, isn't it? Closest? Oh, it's but closet, but I think it's closest because the closet window wouldn't make any sense, would it? I just read what it says. Yeah, I know, I know. Um. <clears throat> now, one thing I never, or, or I may have heard, but I'm not remembering. Well, let me just okay. read this. So basically, what we're getting at here is, or this, this, what they're saying is, there was six shots fired, not mm-hmm. three, as the warning mission, mission, the official yeah. story. All right, the first one from the grassy knoll shooter number one, eight feet to the west of the corner of the stockade fence. Okay, number two. Grassy Knoll Shooter number two, the Badge Man, which you mentioned earlier, yep. along the north-south fence wall. So basically where you have a picture from. Correct. Number three, it says TSBD Shooter number one, six floor west window. So this is the... School book depository. School book depository. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and then, so that one is this blurry image of right, a guy. Right, Okay, that's Lee. that one. Number four shot, TSBD shooter number two, sixth floor east window. This would be what they're claiming is Lee Harvey Oswald. <clears throat> number five, the Daltex building shooter, second floor closet or closest window under the fire escape. That's where your fire escape, and that's directly behind the mm-hmm. where the car would be. Yep. Um, which... Based on, we'll get into the whole exit wound or exit shot and all how they they changed everything and all mm-hmm. this shit. That shooter, if he would have shot, it does fit their 
theory that it went in the back and out the front. Or that was the one that the neck. went through the neck, but they're saying that the one from the neck would have came from in front of him, hence the grassy knoll. Right. Based on how if he was driving and he had his head turned looking like this, the grassy knoll would have been over there. So it would have been a straight shot into the neck and out the back. Mm-hmm. Which, if you do the, like, he has the he has two gun holes in his back. Right. According to, okay, and then the sixth floor was the Dallas County Records Building roof shooter. And this is... That's the manhole the shot that I have a picture of. Kitty corner. No, mm-hmm. the manhole... Yeah, he, yeah, the debris. Oh, yeah, the one that hit the hit, hit the thing. Yeah, yeah, where the guy was picking up the yeah, right. bullet. That's yeah. I thought you were talking about the guy that was hiding in. No, uh, no, 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 no. Which I want to. Uh, that one's I'm curious on because I had never heard anything about this before until you mentioned it, and that sparked interest to me because I'm like, well, what the fuck? Where do they come with that one? And then that one's interesting to me. I mean, t- well, to me, that would be a a great spot to be in. But don't you think you'd notice somebody trying to fucking crawl into the goddamn sewer? So I'm yeah, thinking that's in the book. somebody would have had to have gone into the sewer somewhere else and then went along. Yeah, and it then goes right it goes underneath the the street and the next street and then uh, it comes back up. So it's like two blocks away and it comes to an opening. Is what I believe it was in that book that it says that. In here, I'm pretty sure that's where I read. Maybe it. I haven't got that far yet. Oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was the newspaper I read it in. Yeah. So I think of some of these things that you're saying, oh, it's in the book. I'm like, I didn't fucking see that in here. Okay, so they're claiming six shots. Now, on the DVD you have, it actually goes through. Now, there's there's two officers, even back in 1963. Nowadays, every officer, I think, has it. But, well, now basically every officer has audio and video, video recording device right. on them. Okay? Or most should. Back then... They didn't do that. But there were two motorcycle cops that had audio being recorded on their either motorcycle or their person, okay? So in the in the DVD that you have, they somebody took this the police's audio and, triangulated, and then it. triangulated it and actually did it and found out that there's six different shots so it was it was boom, boom. Then two happened at the exact... Basically, it, it's... Like a millisecond apart. They were 0.6 seconds apart, but it sounds like at the exact same time because it's a, just a tad bit louder, which is two. So two guys were shooting at the exact same time. So you hear boom, boom, boom. And then there's boom, boom. You get two more ups, which gives you your six shots, mm-hmm. which explains why there'd be fucking shells everywhere hitting cement and shit like that right um it also explains how the governor Connolly, who was sitting in front of kennedy was hit how they try to explain how it's one bullet one bullet the, yeah. the magic bullet but then now i've seen other bullshit how the the positioning of kennedy if you go from the sixth floor window where they claim oswald was at now in a normal car, it'd be every seat would be in a line, but they claim that uh, Connolly's seat was down lower and then moved in away from right. the edge, which helps them fit in their their line theory. But it's nothing still matches up 
according to this magazine, yeah, yeah, I've seen a show talking about how it does match up. I don't know because here's another thing: well, when if, they took the car going, immediately after this mm-hmm. and fucking completely like cleaned the car and all this, it's not like they left it for evidence with pictures. There is no pictures of the car after it was after this was done. They literally took the car and it, they clean the blood like, and all that they, shit. They yeah. fucking well, they reupholstered. They did. They like redid everything without investigating it. Mm-hmm. Why? I would think that's a major piece of evidence. Oh, yeah, because all the extra bullets and shit, bullet holes. Yeah. You know. Um, so there's no pictures to even look at for that. So we can't see if the seat was actually where right. some of these people, how they're trying to debunk all these conspiracies. I, there's no proof, that because you can't tell from the pictures that were taken that day that he was actually in and in lower. lower. You know right. what I mean? You can't tell. Right. Well, I think in the magazine there's a spot where supposedly he got hit, and his right wrist, he's got a white shirt, he would have been bleeding at that point, yeah. which proves he got shot at least twice. Yeah, they they do show that. Like I did find the storm drains thing. It's in in the, in the newspaper. Okay. You want to read that real quick? Yeah, kind of real quick. Yeah, it's not like a long thing. So no, there's, there's pictures, but it says the the storm drain. It's the different theories of of this. So it says storm drains. The storm drain at the west end of the picket fence is large enough for a man to hide or escape through. Many people believe one or more shots may have been fired from this location, and I have pictures of that. Uh, a test in 1997 proved that a shooter firing from the strain drum, or storm drain near the foot of the steps leading up to the grassy knoll could have escaped by crawling through the drain pipe. The pipe leads under Elm Street and over to a larger pipe under Main Street. This larger pipe runs to the Trinity River a half a mile away. A researcher, a researcher disappears into the 12-inch diameter drain pipe to crawl under Elm Street, providing it could be done. And it shows the pictures of how it would look and where the headshot wound is and where he is. Wow. So it is feasible and possible. That's so crazy. Like, And it would make sense why you would never hear about that one. Because, So basically, let's think. Let's say let's go with six shots. What did we say earlier? How many how many factions were against him? FBI? Yep. One. CIA? Two. Anti-Castro-Cuban community? Three. Uh, military? Four. And organized crime? Five. Five. Six shots. Each one Five took a factions. shot. Each one took a shot. And could there, could there maybe be a... A six oh, that we don't know? I forgot one. Which one? Big business. No, oh, yeah. I didn't say it. Yeah. Six different groups, six different shots. There was one person designated from each group to take a fucking shot, so they all could be in on it. This way they would all keep quiet and no one would implicate the other because they're all guilty. Dude, I didn't even think about that. Holy shit. That's a very good That's, point. I mean, does it not make sense? Yeah, it's all so yeah because they, they all don't know who actually killed him. Exactly at that point, deniability. It's just like if when when they used to do firing squads, mm-hmm. there'd be how many guys taking a shot? They'd all take a shot at the exact same time. One guy would have a fucking bullet. No one would know who actually had the bullet. They were all because they were all given a gun. They stand there. They shoot. They all shoot at the exact same time. Three, two, one. They all shoot. Pull their trigger. The guy, whoever the criminal. Falls to the ground dead. Nobody knows who shot him, therefore no guilt. 
Yeah, I, in this respect, it's dude. not necessarily no guilt. It's we're all in it. Yeah, we're all going to stay quiet because we're all we all did something. Did wrong. something. Right. Six factions, six. Holy shots. shit, dude! We just fucking blew the roof off this motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, think about that now. Yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy. Now let's talk about some of these gunshots. Okay, so there's there's two back wounds. Uh, now we're strictly docking JFK at this point. There's right? just JFK. Okay. Uh, there's two back, so there's a possible exit from throat wound, which is, uh, they say, four times as big as the back entrance wound. Um, and then they have his coat, which shows, I don't know why I'm burping so fucking much. You'd think I was drinking fucking drinking pop or something. Um, and then, okay, his throat, let's see. Now, in there, is it there that shows that the throat that we've all seen has actually been doctored up, and it's after the fact that they tried to incubate or intubate uh, with a tracheotomy? Yeah, yeah. Well, the throat wound is actually smaller than what the we were throat told. wound was smaller. Then they did a tracheotomy or whatever, yeah, and, then, and expanded it right. by like what they say it was two and a half inches. Yeah. That's fucking a big goddamn thing. I didn't think doing a tracheotomy would expand a fucking hole to two and a half inches. What the fuck kind of tracheotomy were they using? A goddamn plumber's pipe? Well, it's back in the day, so maybe it I don't was think they knew what then. they were doing. Okay, yeah. uh, so basically, the official story saying he was shot in the back. Mm-hmm. So, okay, there's a entrance wound. A little tiny hole about six inches from his neck, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're shooting upwards, everybody take your, go to like the the ball right at the back of your neck. You do it too, Dave. So you, okay. okay. Now, estimate down six inches. If you, basically, unless you're really flexible, most people can't even get six inches. Putting their finger down, straight down. Right. Okay? And then that's about where it entered. That shit should come out your fucking, like, ab, like, uh, like your ab area. Yeah. If it's coming from upwards down, it's not going to go in your back and then up out of your fucking throat. Right. Like, otherwise, do this in a mirror if you want to, like, get a night, like, that makes no sense, okay? That, for Mm -hmm. one, makes no sense. Two, there's two holes in his fucking back, not just one. That doesn't add up to the Warring official mm-hmm. story. Uh, so, we know that something came out of his neck. They're saying that first one, did they, okay, now I'm trying to remember, did they say it went in through the neck and out the back, or are they saying it came in the back? Uh, the Warren Commission, all, Either every, one. Warren Commission com- says everything came from the back. Right. So, We're not getting to the head yet. No, no, but I'm saying, well, you, no matter what, everything they say, Lee Harvey's the only, right. only shooter, so everything had to But I can't remember, so the very first shot went in under his, in his neck and out his back, basically. Does that make sense, though? From the Warren Commission or from what, what really happened? No, what, what we're happened? talking... What really happened? What the, not the Warren Commission. Okay. Because we don't know if it really happened. We're going off of what... Yeah. Everything has to be a theory, because there's no... Yeah, the first shot... Yeah, I believe the first shot was the next shot, which then went through... Went from the front through his neck, 
And that one went out his back. It says, okay, the uh, guy that did the autopsy, quote, there was an entrance wound below his Adam's apple. Mm-hmm. Okay, so an entrance wound right below your Adam's apple. So, guys, if you have an Adam's apple, go ahead and yeah. touch right there. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Okay, so that's where right a bullet goes through. Now, if you're up on the grassy knoll, the grassy knoll, and you'd be shooting down in there, it would come out your back about six inches where your fucking finger was. Yep. Interesting. Now, if you're looking at the pictures, you're saying, well, how the fuck could it come from the grassy knoll? Well, if you're sitting in a car, you would have been, so wherever you're at right now, listener, look straight ahead. Mm-hmm. About, if you go look That's straight ahead the, and then... About the one. Yeah, so if straight ahead of you is 12. Yeah. If you go one or two. No, two's over here. It would probably be one. One or I'm two. I'm looking at it. I would I'm, say between one and two. Yeah. We'll say one Because <laughs> you're going to have one... Two. Three is right straight uh, over. Three's so. okay, yeah. So, so two would be there. Yeah, I'd so about, about one. W- somewhere between one, one and a half, two <laughs> on the clock. Yeah. And 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 that's where your shooter would be. Now, directly at three is where all the people that are out there to see you, and you're waving, so you're kind of looking at them. Hence the shot. Okay, and and the grass signal is up. Because yeah. it's up on a hill. That's a knoll. Knoll. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so that makes sense. There's your first shot from the grassy knoll. Yep. Uh, now, what was the second shot? That was the the second one was the back shot. And that would have came from the... Probably the either the book depository. Or the Dallas... Well, see, no, the Dallas one, if, the, if they found yeah. the thing over on the fire, yeah, that no, was, it was a either the, missed shot. The, the emergency exit, the fire escape, or the book depository. Okay. Those are the only two it could have been. And the second shot, are they said that was the one that hit the governor? Yes. So it did go through Kennedy? No. No, I'm guessing, my, my thought process is. So this is where I get confused. Okay, so, so the first shot we'll say is the throat shot. Okay. Well, I mean, that's clear. That's the first shot. Okay. The second shot would be the shot that went in his back. Third shot missed. Fourth shot hit. Third and fourth were the same time. Okay. So the third one missed. The fourth one would have been the one that shot Connolly. The fifth one was the one that blew his fucking head off. Fifth one was the one that did that. And the sixth one was the second one that hit Connolly. His hand. His hand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, now... Is that right? How many missed did I say? Well, there was... There had to have been a... There's two misses. And there you have it. What do you think? Are we nuts? I know we're conspiracy theorists, or as I like to call myself, a conspiracy factist. Um, but yes, they are a bunch of theories. Nobody really knows. Well, there are people that know for sure, but we don't know for sure, which is why we're looking into it. Anyways, I had to cut it where I cut it. You'll get the part two next week. We'll get into all that then. Um, as for... 
today for the remainder here. Uh, email me, thinktankpod at gmail.com. If you have any uh, ideas for future shows, suggestions, JFK theories of your own that you've heard that we haven't talked about because, you know, we're always looking for new stuff. Um, also, uh, you can tweet at me at the Think Tank Pod. Tweet, tweet me links of uh, ideas, websites, YouTube videos we should watch to maybe cover a, a topic in the future. All that good stuff. Um, you can also go to thearyman.com, click the sponsor tab, then the Amazon banner. Buy whatever you want to buy. Uh, I had mentioned the smoking gun earlier in the intro. Um, you can get the. Uh, the Oliver Stone film based on the whole thing, JFK. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. There's books, there's movies, there's uh, magazines. There's a plethora of stuff on Amazon about JFK and the assassination. If you're interested, go check out all that um, and do it that way. Also, if you have a beard or know somebody that has a beard, go to phoenixbeardoils.com. Check it out. Learn about it. You're going to try it. I mean, why wouldn't you? Uh, When you do and you're going to check out, enter the promo code D2R. That's D, the number 2, R. You're going to get 10% off your entire order and a free sample. There's no reason not to do it. So just go do it. It helps support the podcast. It supports uh, the Phoenix Beard Oils. And, uh, yeah. So that'll do it for this week. Next week, part 2 of the new information we have on JFK assassination. See you then. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, 
highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. No president should fear public scrutiny of his program, for from that scrutiny comes understanding, and from that understanding comes support or opposition, and both are necessary. I am not asking your newspapers to support an administration, but I am asking your help in the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. For I have complete confidence <laughs> in the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. I not only could not stifle controversy among your readers, I welcome it. This administration intends to be candid about its errors. For as a wise man once said, an error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. We intend to accept full responsibility for our errors, and we expect you to point them out when we miss them. Without debate, without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed, and no republic can survive. That is why the Athenian lawmaker Sola decreed it a crime for any citizen to shrink from controversy. And that is why our press was protected by the First Amendment, the only business in America specifically protected by the Constitution, not primarily to amuse and entertain, not to emphasize the trivial and the sentimental, not to simply give the public what it wants, but to inform, to arouse, to reflect, to state our dangers and our opportunities, to indicate our crises and our choices, to lead, mold, educate, and sometimes even anger public opinion. This means greater coverage and analysis of international news, for it is no longer far away and foreign, but close at hand and local. It means greater attention to improved understanding of the news, as well as improved transmission. And it means, finally, that government at all levels must meet its obligation to provide you with the fullest possible information outside the narrowest limits of national security. And so it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. You've been listening to the D2R Podcast Network, brought to you by Dream to Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes, give us a rating, and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening.